Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to Is Black and White. If it's your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back friends and family. I'm so excited today. Uh, first, let me apologize. I missed last week and you guys, I had the, not the craziest, but it was warfare. It was warfare and I will explain shortly, but I just couldn't do it. And um, God told me, like, it's okay. He literally needed me to just, like, go within myself and just <laughs> pour into myself and just do whatever I needed to do to build back up because there were a lot of things that I was facing. So anyway, um, today's word, as you guys read, right, God is saying to be patient the Lord is coming. He's literally saying like, be patient. I'm about to come through. I'm coming through. Okay. Um, so first let me go through the announcements. Number one, as you guys know, or if you don't know, I have a YouTube channel and it's called is black and white. Actually you could type in is black and white and it'll pop up, but the name of the channel is still Brianna Bell. I haven't changed it yet. Um, <clears throat> Also, I have a um, ministry where I can talk to you one-on-one, like over the phone, uh, via text, duo, uh, FaceTime, whatever you are comfortable with. Just send me an email at um, igetitministry at gmail.com or, you know, Brianna Brandon for Christ at gmail.com, whichever is easier for you. Um, I will have it in the description box below for check uh, for spellings and maybe, you know, just for a reference. Maybe you can copy and paste. That's what I do. I just copy and paste. But uh, <laughs> also, this is why the warfare was so bad. So my very last announcement is my book. I literally just published a book. I launched it last week and it was like crazy, 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 crazy. But everything that I went through, you know... The enemy means it for evil, but God means it for good. Like there's always a lesson. And that's kind of like what my book is about (laughs) is like when we're facing trials or when we're in like um, hard seasons, there's something that God wants us to get out of it. It's not really for you to suffer. It's never like, oh, let me just suffer because I just love God. I mean, yes, the word says that we're supposed we're to be persecuted right? But there's something for you on the other side of that. There's some growing, there's something in that. And I'm going to tell you guys, if you read my book, you will understand how I became the woman that I am today. Um, The title of it is Bare, Bold, and Beautiful, right? Seeking his light in every dark place. If you want a little sample of it, go ahead and um, check my YouTube channel out. You'll see it. It's the only um, thumbnail that's color, And so for the purpose of it's about my book and not really uh, me giving any kind of words or anything like that. So if you wanted to, you know, check it out or go on Amazon and read, you know, the description. But it's it's a pretty good book. And if you are following me, if you've been following me, apparently you like the way that I minister, um, which is perfect because we're all fitted for like different people, meaning like. Um, I know that I reach a certain amount of people and there's other people who I can't reach. But if you've been being, if you've been blessed 
from my channel, my podcast, and you will definitely be blessed by this book as well. So I encourage you to get it. Um, <laughs> I'm telling y'all, you guys will be blessed. So I will have all those de- the details and everything in the in the description box below. So let's just get into this word. To uh, today's word, like I said, it's about God's telling us to just be patient. We're pretty much at the end of this. Like it's it's pretty much done. I've been declaring this. I've been decreeing this because I feel this strongly in my spirit that the month of May. This is the month of miracles. Like manifestation. I mean, all this stuff like we're actually going to see, feel, touch, taste, experience all that God has for us, right? And so um, this is what this chapter is about, which is beautiful. I didn't even think about it. It's the last chapter. Oh, I didn't even tell y'all where we're reading. So we will be reading in the book of Zephaniah chapter three. It's the last uh, chapter. It's a short book, but it's powerful. It is powerful, okay? So let me just open up in prayer, then we're going to get right into it. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you um, for just being who you are. Father, right now we humble ourselves before you. I especially humble myself before you and your people. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you will have your way. God, let these words come out anointed. Let them flow the way that you want them to flow, Father, in the name of Jesus. I surrender my flesh, my will, my mind, my emotions, even my own knowledge, Father God. I lay it down right now, and I pray that you will have your way, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Let this word minister to me again, Father God, as I minister to your people. Um, We give you all the honor and all the glory, and I just thank you, God. I just thank you for being so faithful. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, so I read this whole book a few days ago. Chapter 3 in particular, I read a few times. Um, I read it in um, two different versions, uh, New King James uh, and now NLT. Like I've said, NLT is my favorite. It's just easier for me to read it out loud. I should be practicing uh, I don't know. I haven't really felt led to, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I just think what's important is that, <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys. I'm able to deliver the message um, the best way that I can. And so I've noticed when I read in NLT, it just, it's like speaking my language. So it's easier for me to articulate to you guys, right? So. I'm going to read the whole book um, and I'm just going to go through. I didn't really take notes uh, because I think God wants me to like freestyle um, and just let the Holy Spirit flow. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm going to be real with you guys. I don't really like doing it like this because I'm a talker, one, so it's hard for me to stay on topic. And then two, uh, I don't know, I still get kind of nervous, like, <laughs> but, you know, to God be the glory we just going to do what he told me to do, right? So chapter three, this is in the NLT. And it says, uh, the title is Jerusalem's Rebellion and Redemption, right? So let's start it off. Verse one, what sorrow awaits rebellious, polluted Jerusalem, the city of violence and crime? No one can tell it anything. It refuses all correction. It does not trust in the Lord or draw near to its God. Do you guys, I'm going to stop right there. Do you guys know anyone who fits this category? It could be you. It could be somebody you know, somebody you are praying for. These people just refuse to repent. They refuse to surrender their lives to God. 
Um, I know like a lot of the ministry has been about marriages, right? Um, a lot of women who've been calling me to talk to me, it's been more about marriage. So I'm going to stick to that. So if you know, like your spouse, okay, is being rebellious, your spouse refuses to surrender their life, right? Even though God told you that they're going to surrender, God told you like, oh, I'm going to give you a new, a new husband. God told you that he's going to do all these things and you are not seeing any of it. It's like, okay, God, we're at the end of this. You've been saying it, but we see nothing. Like, what's up? Like, we see nothing in the natural. What is going on? God's saying right here. And this is what I love about the Bible. God, when you read his word, God is literally telling you, not only does he feel what you feel, but he sees what you see. So it's like, he's not missing anything, okay? He's not missing anything. And I just love that um, that comfort. It brings comfort for me. So uh, verse two, again, it says, no one... Uh, can tell it anything. It refuses all correction. It does not trust in the Lord or draw near to its God. Its leaders, verse three, its leaders are like roaring, uh, roaring lions hunting for their victims. It judges like a ravenous wolf at evening time, but um, who by dawn have left no trace of their prey. Verse four, its prophets are arrogant liars seeking their own gain. Its priests defile the temple by disobeying God's instructions. Verse five, um, but the Lord is still there in the city and he does no wrong. Hallelujah. Day by day, he hands down justice, but he does not uh, fail. But the wicked know no shame. So verse five is saying, even though these people, I'm just going to say like husbands, right? I shouldn't say husbands, spouses, because there could be some fellows on here too, right? No shade, guys. I am a wife, so it just comes out like that. But I'm just going to say spouses, right? Your spouse has been refusing to repent and surrender their life to God, like wholeheartedly, right? And they keep giving in to whatever it is that they're doing. Maybe they're just not being committed to you. Maybe they don't want to come home, whatever the case may be. This is what God is saying. He is still there. God is still present. God is still present. Everywhere your spouse goes, that's where the Lord is. Everywhere you go, that's where the Lord is. And so what he is saying in this verse, what the revelation that I got is even when God is there with your spouse, right, day by day, they may feel the conviction. They may feel that what they're doing is wrong because God's presence is there, right? But they're still not surrendering, they're still not surrendering. This is what God is saying. They don't they don't feel any shame. There's like no okay, maybe there is no conviction. Maybe there is no conviction. Okay? But God's gonna straighten all that out. Verse six, I have wiped out many nations, devastating their fortress, walls, and towers. Their streets are now deserted. Their cities lie in silent ruin. There are no survivors, none at all. I thought surely they will have reverence for me now. Okay, surely they will listen to my warnings. Then I won't need to strike again, destroying their homes. But no, they get up early to continue their evil deeds. God was showing me in this word that he has been doing things to get your spouse to come back home. He's been doing things like we don't know what goes on, but whatever is happening is between them and the Lord. And they're still making the decision to follow their flesh. They're still making the decisions to do what they want to do. Okay? God sees that. God sees that. And he's saying, look, 
God is not, he doesn't want to punish us. He doesn't want to chastise us. He doesn't want to um, pour his wrath on us. He is a loving God. He does not want to do that. But sometimes if you're a parent, you know, sometimes you have children who are just different, right? So so we have some children who are more strong will, okay, and doing what they want to do. And this is why it's so beautiful. The way God talks to me is he'll show me things like how um, my kids are. I have three boys and they all are disciplined differently because they all um, respond differently. You know what I mean? If I tell one child, okay, I'm taking this from you for today, it may be devastating for one child, but the other child, it's like, oh, that's nothing. Okay, like that's like, oh, that's it. Okay, whatever. I'm still going to do what I want to do. So this is what God is saying. He doesn't want to, but he will do whatever he has to do to get his children back, to get his children back in line. Okay. Um, so verse eight, therefore, ooh, I love this one. This is where the title came from. Verse eight, therefore, be patient, says the Lord. Be patient, says the Lord. Soon I will stand and accuse these evil nations. Okay, soon God is going to address this. And I feel it so heavy in my spirit. It's this month. It's this month. We don't know when. And uh, honestly, the word God has been giving me is like, stop looking for it. Don't anticipate it. It's it's kind of like a balance where we have to be, where we're expecting God to do it. But we're not consumed in when is he gonna do it like you know what I mean being on edge because um it could just it could eat away our day it could take away from our mind it could be a distracting a distraction excuse me yes Lord it could be a distraction God doesn't want you to do that he wants you to keep moving forward keep doing what he told you to do you know um for me he's released me I'm not exactly praying for people so much anymore more than what I'm dealing with myself. I still make declarations though. Um, I still, you know, confess and declare things that God has told me. I still do that. But as far as praying and sitting and fasting and doing all these certain things and interceding for certain people, I'm not really doing that anymore, right? Because now it's all about God, like what he's going to do. Okay, so verse eight, for I have decided... I have decided to gather the kingdoms of the earth and pour out my fiercest anger and fury on them. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. So this is what it is. This this is judgment, okay? All the earth will be devoured by the fire of my jealousy. Then I will purify the speech of all people. Yes. So that everyone can, can worship the Lord together. This is what God is doing. However, God pours out his judgment because it's different for every single person. I can't say like what God does for, for my family and, and for the people that I know is going to be the same for, for your family and the people that you know. But the point is God's going to do and he knows what to do to get these people to turn back. And when he does, he's go- it's, it's purification, is to turn their hearts, is to win their souls to him. That is what it's about, is to win their souls to him, right? And so we can all be on one accord, hallelujah. So we can all be on, on one accord, so we can all have a singleness of heart, okay? That is what it's about. That is what a true kingdom marriage is about. Kingdom relationships, that's what it's about, all right? 
Verse 10, my scattered people who live beyond the rivers of Ethiopia will come to present their offerings. On that day, you will no longer need to be ashamed for you will no longer be rebels against me. This is for those people who've been, um, who we were talking about. So let's say this is for your spouse, for example, right? God is talking to them right here when he is saying on that day, you will no longer need to be ashamed for you will no longer be rebels against me. I will remove all proud and arrogant people from among you. There will be no more haughtiness on the mountain. Okay. Uh, how I perceive this and how it ministered to me is God is speaking to both me and like, I'll just say my spouse, for example, me and my spouse. So if my spouse is over here being rebellious and doing whatever he wants to do and not surrendering to God, okay, God is going to chastise him. But right after that, God is going to love up on him. God is going to receive him. God is going to bless him. God is going to remove the shame and all this other stuff that keeps people bound, right? I believe if we just, okay, if we go to the root, this is a side note, side note. Um, what keeps people bound is secrecy. Why do people have secrets? Because of fear. Um, why do people have fear? Because they don't want to be rejected. Because they're, because of shame. Because of past history. Every single time they did something wrong, um, the they're, them being condemned. They don't want to be condemned. So they cover themselves. Let me just tell you, when people, or even you, when you cover yourselves, you are, um, the enemy can play on you more. The enemy can keep you stuck because it's a secret. And so it's a scripture. There's so many scriptures coming up to my mind. The first one was when God says that if you uh, fear man more than God, like there's a snare, like you're bound, you're stuck, you're trapped because you care more about what people think more than uh, more than what God thinks of you. That's a problem. Okay. Um, two, what was the other one, Lord? Oh, they came. It was like three verses came to me at once. Oh, the truth will set you free. There's a scripture where God tells us to confess our sins one to another so that we may be healed. I think, okay, that is something that you have to do. You have to verbally say it or you will be bound. Okay. And it's okay. Say this say people don't ever get to that point. That is when people get exposed. Okay, it has nothing to do with me, you, or whoever. We are not to expose people. It could just be a situation where people just get caught up and and just get caught and get exposed, whether it's arrested, whether it could be your phone, you slipping, your phone, you know, whatever it is, like it will be a range where you will get caught because there has to be exposure in order for there to be a change. If you are forever in darkness, if you are forever in secrecy, if you're ever if you're forever deceiving people. Okay, that thing will continue. And it's so funny because I just uh, spoke this word. I gave this lesson to my one of my kids. So my son wanted to be sneaky, right? Because I wasn't... Uh, okay, so I, I put a time limit on my kids' electronics. I don't let them just run wild all day, every day, right? There's a time limit. And so because I was aware, unaware of how long my son was on his electronic... Um, I felt in my spirit like something wasn't right. And so this is what I said to him. I said, look, I don't know if you're lying or not, but I'm going to tell you right now, even if you get away with it today, the thing is, this is how the enemy works. You got away with it today. So then you're for sure going to try it again. That's just how it works. So if you don't expose yourself, you're going to try to do it again. And then again, and then again, 
And then again, that's usually how it goes. So I told my son, it's better for you to save yourself now and just do the right thing and just not do it. Okay, don't try to be sneaky. Just wait because then it's better for you the next day. Because if I find out that you're lying, then you're just not going to be able to get on electronics for however long, right? And so that's the same. People ask me, Brie, how are you able to just get up in front of people like publicly and just tell your business? How are you able to talk about the most like shameful things like without caring about people think? Because I don't want to be bound. I don't care what people think about me. I care about what God thinks about me. And this is the thing. This is it just it this is how it works. And the enemy always lies. When you uh I'm getting too deep on this subject. I'm a, this is the last point. <laughs> this is why I have to have notes, y'all. <laughs> when you um expose yourself, right? There's no fear of what people are gonna think about you. There's no fear of your spouse leaving you. When you have, when you let go of those things, that is when God covers you. That is when God moves for you. That's when God makes things work for you. But when you try to play God yourself and you try to cover yourself and you try to control everything and everybody and what they think and see about you, then that is when it becomes a problem. That is when it becomes a problem. And that's why I will forever, let me just tell you, it's not easy It's not easy for me to do it, but I do it because I don't want to be bound. I just don't want to be bound. Um, So yeah. Anyway, so this is what's going to happen. When those people, however God does it, they're going to be free, right? So verse 11, this is part of verse 11. I will remove all proud and arrogant people from among you. There There will be no more haughtiness on the holy mountain. Thank you, Lord. Um, those who are left will be lowly and humble. Mm. It takes God humbling us sometimes for us to be like, oh, wow, I had it all mixed up, right? Um, okay, yes. Okay, so the Holy Spirit is telling me to tell y'all this. So I thought that I was a Christian for a long time. And so this is the thing. It could be very well that people don't even know that they are bound. They don't even know that they are just so far off gone from God. And this is when it becomes frustrating for us because we know the real and we see the real. And so when we outside looking in, it's like, I know where you are. I know how you think. Right. But that's not really, um, what a relationship with Christ is. And let me just be real. I don't have it all figured out. So I'm not saying that, but I'm saying I can see this, the superficialness of what Christianity is. And people think, oh, because I read the Bible. I know scripture. I go to church. I listen to sermons. I, I listen to um, gospel music. And let me tell you something about the whole gospel music. You can be high off of your emotions and it's not the Holy Spirit. It could just be your emotions. You can be serving God emotionally. I've said this before on my YouTube channel, but this is something really big because we get it mixed up. There's a difference in how you worship God. Are you worshiping God Worshiping God because you're in a low place? So you over here thinking, man, my life sucks, but God, you so good and you're crying. Or, or are you worshiping God and you're just thinking, man, God, you are just so good. You're just so good because you're so good. You're so good because you saved a wreck like me. Okay, that's how I worship God. I'm like, you know what? I was so far gone and I thought I was doing, like I thought I was serving you, but God, I really wasn't. 
I really wasn't. And it's sad that it took me getting to the darkest place in my life to really see who you were. It sucks. But God, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. And y'all gonna read that in my book. (laughs) You read that in my book. But there's a difference. And so that's why it can be frustrating. Maybe you've hit rock bottom. Maybe if you hit a certain part in your life where you look and you realize like you, you weren't really doing what you were supposed to be doing. Okay. You weren't really studying scripture and applying it, that part, applying it to your life. And so you look at your spouse and then we get all judgmental and stuff, right? Or maybe it's not even judgmental. You're just frustrated because you see like, wait, you could be going deeper, you could be going deeper. Some people just only hit the surface of just Christianity, but that's like a whole nother thing. But God is saying like, when he humbles these people, we're all going to be on the same accord. It's like their eyes are going to be open. It's like they're going to have an epiphany. Like, wait, what? Because that's how it was for me. I was like, wait, what? There was like a whole nother world. Like, it, it was just... It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. And this is the thing. Oh, Jesus. This is the thing. When they get there, they're not going to want to come back. That is why God is promising how this is going to end. Because like me, like as soon as I got to that place with God, as soon as I got to that place where I tasted God and I realized like I cannot live without him and how everything is about him and how good he really is and how he's literally there, present, present. Like, literally, I don't have to pray to God for him to come down and meet me. He's already here with me. Jesus. When they get the taste of that, oh, they're not going back. Because I'm going to tell you, and this is what God told me. Some people, like the people we're praying for, the people we're waiting for, marriages, right? For our marriages to be delivered, right? We're waiting because these spouses have not tasted freedom yet. They don't even know what they're missing, They don't even know what they're missing, okay? But God is saying he is going to do this. And when he freed them, they're never turning back, okay? Verse 13, the remnant of Israel will do no wrong. They will never never tell lies or deceive anyone, uh, deceive one another. And this is beautiful because God, this is how I perceived it. If you guys see it differently or if I'm doing this wrong, hit me up and let me know. But this is what God was showing me as I was reading. It was playing like a movie, right? in my head. And so God was showing me, he went from these people being like his enemies, like, um, God having to chastise them and get them correct. Right. To now calling them his remnant, like his chose, like his people, like he went from like not feeling them (laughs) to claiming them as his, like his remnant. Okay. The remnant of Israel would do no wrong. Yes, Lord. They will never tell lies or deceive um, one another, they will eat and sleep in safety and no one will make them afraid. Y'all, can you, I can't even imagine this because I've been in like what I feel like battle mode for so long to, to think of like me being in a place where it's complete rest and stillness and peace and just, and I'm talking mentally because a lot of this for me has been mental and emotional like it's that is like (laughs) um yeah I don't know how to describe it but thinking of that is like 
I almost feel like it's not even possible because it's almost like, and it's like, oh Lord, I just, I need, like, let me just say this, Bree needs healing in that area. Mid, like, to feel like I don't have to be on guard. Like, I don't want to have to start speaking in tongues. Like, you know, just, I can't even imagine it. I can't even imagine it because we've been in this for so long. It's almost like this is just life. <laughs> and without wanting to, it's like I've been conditioned to feel like this is just how it's going to be. But God is like, no, you will eat and sleep in safety. Okay? Just living in safety and, and peace and bliss and just goodness, right? Surreal. <laughs> okay. Um, so 14, sing, O daughter of Zion, shout out loud, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. God is saying, praise him now. We got to praise him now for the Lord will remove his hand of judgment and will disperse the armies uh, of your enemy. Sorry. Uh, and the Lord himself, the king of Israel, will live among you. Mm. He's here. He's literally here. At last, your troubles will be over. Oh my gosh, I got to highlight that one. Okay, at last, your troubles will be over and you will never again fear disaster. A lot of us have been in fear. And so funny because I was listening to a word last night and God showed me like, yeah, fear is still your God. I was like, ooh, because he was like, you know, you in the back, like I'm telling y'all, I'm it's not that I don't want to. It's like, I'm still praying God help my unbelief. Cause it's kind of like, okay, I've been in this for so long. I'm, I'm believing, I'm believing, but I guess in my flesh and emotionally from my hurt and my brokenness, it's like, God, well, I don't know. Like, I hope this is it. Um, I'm, I'm hoping this is it, but do I get excited? Not really. Like, how do I describe this? This sounds crazy, but it's almost like I'm more happy for you guys than I am myself. I'm more of anticipation for you guys than I am myself. And I don't mean to sound like a hypocrite or contradicting at all, like at all, because I do trust God and I do believe God. But I think there is still some healing. It's like what God said, like, I still have this fear that I need to uproot, that I need to like tear this thing down because of like me waiting. I feel like I've waited so long. I've been told this word so long. And so, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, God, you just got to do it. <laughs> I believe you're going to do it, um, but you just got to do it. <laughs> I don't know if I sound crazy, but I can't explain it any more than that. Like, I don't know. So anyway, but God was saying like, it's going to be over. I have to write that down. Cause I like, that's, that's for me. I literally need to write that down. At last your troubles will be over and you will never again fear disaster. Oh, cause there's been times like, even though God says my marriage is restored, y'all don't know. Whew. <laughs> when I tell you that things are different, things are different, but not. So it's almost like, I, I don't know, like, I don't know if we're going to make it, Lord, like, because it's just, it doesn't look anything like what he's saying. And so it's literally this part where I have to 
pull from the word. Like I have to pull scriptures like this that literally resonates in my spirit. Like this fills me up so much. At last your troubles will be gone and you will never again fear disaster. And I don't have to fear divorce. I don't have to fear, okay, having to alternate weekends with my husband, right? Like, I don't have to fear these things. Oh, yes, God. Okay, so anyway, verse 16. Um, On that day, the announcement to Jerusalem will be, cheer up, Zion. <laughs> don't be afraid. For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty savior. He will take delight in you. He will take delight in you with gladness, with his love. He will calm all your fears, Jesus. He will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. I will gather you who mourn for the appointed festivals. Mm, You will be disgraced no more. Okay, y'all, I'm done. Listen, I read this three times. I don't know why it feels like I'm reading this for the first time. Y'all, this is so powerful. I encourage you, read your Bible. Read your Bible. Like I said, you you must always cross-reference because some Bibles just, you know, be taken away from what God is saying. But understand what he is saying right now. Do your cross-references. Whatever Bible, like, resonates with you. Whatever version. Jesus, this is bomb. Um, Okay, so 19. And I will deal severely with all who have oppressed you. I will save the weak and helpless ones. I will bring together those who were chased away. I will give glory and fame to my formal exiles wherever they have been mocked and shamed. Ooh, on that day, I will gather you together and bring you home again. I will give you a good name, a name of distinction among all the nations of the earth as I restore your fortunes, 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 whatever before their very eyes i the lord have spoken that's bomb that all that just bomb all that's gonna be highlighted as soon as i finish this podcast so i just want y'all to know it is here god is saying be patient he knows be patient he's about to do it for you we this is the stillness this is like just wait and see my girl um uh, on YouTube, on YouTube, my season now, and she was talking about the reposition, like repositioning before delivery. And this is what it's been. This is why it's been uncomfortable because now it's like we're not doing anything really, but waiting on God and, and watching him do this before our eyes. And so uh, I was telling her, I don't know if it's just women who are like this, but we're like busybodies. We're so used to doing things, multitasking, like always feeling like there's something to do. And when God was telling me to rest, when God tells me to pull away, when God tells me to stop praying, when God tells me to like go sit down and watch a movie or something, like it's weird to me because I feel like, oh, I'm not working for what's mine. But that's not what he wants us to do. Like you've done all that you're supposed to do right now. He wants you to chill, rest and heal. That's me. Like this is the healing period. God is working out all the other stuff, all the complicated stuff, the hearts, the the places we can't touch in people. God's doing that right now. We need to be healing. 
Okay, we need, it's like, this is the self, self-love part. This is the, okay, let me tend to my wounds from these battles, right? Me feeling like, oh, it's hard, I can't trust. And, you know, me feeling the fear of, of it's not about to happen, it's not going to happen. I said about to, sorry, y'all. It's not about to happen. Or whatever it is that you need healing in. We need to go back and just like, okay, God, I need some ointment here. I need some ointment here. I need this stitched up. I need this. Like, you know, this is this is it. This is the part where we do that. And so what happens when people are healing? What happens after you have a baby? What happens after surgery? You got to heal. And I've never been in war, like a real battle. But, you know, I would imagine after the troops fight, fought a good fight, there's rest. Okay, so that's where we are and God is about to do it. And he said right before, oh, he said, I restore your fortunes before their very eyes. Quite frankly, I don't really care like who sees me blessed or not. Like, I don't care about that anymore. Where I am, I'm like, God, I just want it. I just want it for me, okay? So, yes, that's all I have for you guys. So, to keep it black and white, we are literally at the end of this. Like, it's done, okay? It's time to rejoice and celebrate the victory. That is what God is saying. Like, praise me. I did it. Praise me. You're going to get it. Praise me. And I'm just like, Jesus. So, whew. That's all I got for you guys. I love you guys so much. You guys be blessed. Thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you guys for your emails, your encouraging words. Thank you guys for everyone who bought the book. Thank you. Um, thank you guys for all who have subscribed here and on YouTube. Like, I just love you guys. You guys are my family. You guys are truly my family and i'm thankful for each and every one of you even the ones who haven't reached out yet um someone recently emailed me and said that they were afraid to like you do not need to be afraid (laughs) i don't bite at all like i'm i'm literally just like you i'm just this is just a platform that god gave me but i am no different from you so reach out to me. I will definitely contact you back. Just give me some time. You know, I'm juggling a whole lot at like right now. Like I got like a bazillion comments to go back and read. And it's not even something that I dread doing. It's just I wait because I really want to make sure that I give you guys um, my undivided attention. Like when I read your emails, when I Uh, read your comments I just want to make sure like I'm paying attention to you guys like I'm just not okay whatever I'm I'm not gonna do that just yeah 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 whatever if I'm led to respond I will if not then I won't like I that's all that it is but do not be afraid to reach out to me (laughs) you can send me anything you can send me if God gave you a word for me please send it please send it I told I just told somebody uh my girl Romania, like I want all the oil. I want all of the oil. Okay. God uses any and everybody. So please, if God told you a word about me, send that mug. I'm going to take it up to the Lord. And if it's for me, thank you very much. Right. And if it's not still, thank you. Okay. So anyway, I love you guys. And I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. You guys be blessed. Bye.